Hey, Warners, welcome back to another episode of The Women Your Mother Warns You About, brought to you by Sales Gravy. I'm Gina Tremarco, Master Sales Trainer and Director of Coaching Programs at Sales Gravy. And this episode, this is a rare solo episode, which I will be bringing more to you. And I'm theming this as something I'm going to call reality check. It could be partial wisdom, partial rant, partial observation in things that I observe through my career, working with clients, coaching and training, but also from the customer and buyer side of things that I observe and how we can be a little bit better at selling and customer service experience and both internally and externally, as well as how we're working with internally with the people that we work with and creating an experience for them and being good leaders. So Something I wanted to talk about today, and these reality checks are going to be shorter episodes, but here's something that came to my attention yesterday in a conversation with an executive director of an association. He saw me speak um, at an event and came up to me afterwards and started talking to me about coming to speak at one of their events. And long story short, we ended up going back and forth and had a couple meetings. And so we came together to talk about their upcoming event that I'm going to speak at. And so the audience is really diverse. It's association CEOs, but salespeople as well, meeting planners, the stakeholder makeup is a little bit different in across the board. And in our conversation, partial discovery, partial planning out, he said to me something that really threw me off guard. And he said, the S word is still a taboo word. The S word is still a taboo word. And the phrase just stopped me in my tracks. And I'm like, I literally started asking myself, I'm like, that presentation he saw me do, which was more of a motivational talk about some things that I have experienced and how I kind of rose up from hard times of 2020. I thought to myself, did I say the word shit? Is that what he means by the S word? So I had this like, this instantaneous visceral reaction of like, oh no, did I do that? But he continued, like this moment of reflection was not that long. He continued and basically said they prefer, I'm like looking at my notes of what he said, they prefer to say member engagement in the nonprofit world and not sales. That's the S word, the sales. They would prefer to say member engagement, not sales, because they all believe they are not in sales, even though they are, right? He's on board, like we're all in sales. And so I bust out laughing and I'm like, oh my gosh, I thought you meant the word shit when you said the S word. And so we both got a good laugh out of that. So the reason why he shared this with me is because he specifically in marketing the event did not want to include anything about sales in my bio or in what the presentation was going to be because he was afraid that marketing it that way would actually scare people off because they don't want to think about selling. So he he wanted specifically to promote what I do with improv because that's really what he saw me talk about was improv. And we've had extensive conversations about how we use improv to improve conversations. And so really the angle he was looking at is improv um, for conversations to manage up, down, and sideways. 
And let's not use the sales word because it would intimidate them, right? So it's interesting because I've spent most of my career with improv disguising the word improv. And I've used improv as a tool or a modality for improving human connection, whether it's in a sales conversation or in leadership or in ideation. And earlier in my career, when I'd first started my business before I joined Sales Gravy, some of the objections and pushback and resistance I would get to the word improv, I would hear things like, you know, we're not funny or we don't want to appear unprofessional because we're having fun and laughing. I've also heard things like for that money that you're asking for, I'll just take them to happy hour or an escape room. And the last one happened in the days when I was actually good at selling the value of what I, when I wasn't good, when I wasn't good at selling the value. So I would kind of clench up to getting that resistance when it came to the word improv. I didn't know how to sell the value. And for a long time, I even avoided saying that we do team building because every time I would get an inbound lead for team building, like it became a secret code for me that they really just wanted to have a good time. They really were just looking for fun. And I had to quickly learn to tell the difference between the two and in my discovery and saying, are you looking for entertainment or are you looking for education? So for a long time, I avoided the whole team building concept because when someone said team building to me, it was their way of saying something's broken with our team and we don't know how to articulate the problem, right? They didn't even know how to articulate that they didn't know how to articulate. They're just like, you know what? Some team building will fix everything. So over time, I learned how to do a better discovery to learn if they were actually looking for entertainment or they were looking for education or they were looking for a blend of the two, which we call edutainment. So I'm thrilled that now, many years later, decades decades later of doing the type of work that I do, that business professionals actually have started to embrace the word improv and the concept of improv as a training tool, as a modality for conversations, leadership, and ideation. So that's what's really interesting to me is that people were so fearful of improv and I didn't realize that people are truly fearful of saying that they are in sales. So while improv can be a taboo concept, I guess sales is really a taboo concept for some. How do we change the mindset that the word sales is not synonymous with the word shit, right? The S word. How do we debunk the belief that being in sales is bad when it's just a few bad apples that maybe have promoted or proliferated a negative stereotype? And more importantly, why are some people adamant about disguising sales with phrases like member engagement? I think that's how we continue to, again, proliferate the negative stereotypes. I think it was Daniel Pink who said, and I think it's his book on To Sell as Human, and he's got an entire improv section in that book. So of course, I'm kind of biased to it. But I think he was the one who said, if you're talking to humans, you're selling, right? Period, end of story. We all have something to sell or something to exchange. I give you this in exchange for that. 
And this applies just as much in our personal lives as our professional lives. Rarely is there no exchange or the use of persuasion involved in most interactions that we have with others, personally and professionally. I love the word engagement. It's a great word because to sell, we must engage. Coming from a performance background, we have to engage an audience in order to make them feel like it's all about and what's in it for them. But we can't pretend that we're not selling just because the word sales isn't in the job title. You're still selling. So embrace the S word because we all do it. And that's this reality check for you today at the Women Your Mother Warned You About. Brought to you about sales gravy. And hey, up your game, whether you got the word sales in or your title or not at Sales Gravy University and check out our courses there. So go to salesgravy.university for over 200 courses, both on demand and live, including some courses that I teach. And we will see you on the next episode. 